Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we're going to drink a spooky number of beers. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we're reading Funicula by Deborah and James Howe. And we're starting with this beer that, that's foaming like the Dickens. It's scary how much it's foaming. Like a rabid... <laughs> Get your own fucking material, Jimmy. <laughs> but very much so, this is from Stillwater Artisanal. It is called, like, Stillwater is nothing, Big Bunny is everything, or something like that. Yeah, that's super creepy. <laughs> and I think it's an uh, it's a big beer. It's like a milk stout. It says, AZ Wilderness approves this message. I have no idea who they are, but it's inside. It tells you, I don't know who AZ Wilderness is, but on the side, it tells you some details. I think it's the Arizona Wilderness Brewery. That makes, that makes sense. This is an Imperial Chocolate Milk Stout. 8% alcohol, and I picked it because it has a bunny on it, and that's the main character. Well, not actually the main character, but the focus of this book. The, yeah. The main character that doesn't say anything. So uh, this is an imperial milk stout. Milk stout means that they add lactose because they're very tolerant, and they add that, and the yeast cannot digest it, so you just get a sugary, uh, slightly more, I don't know, thick mouthfeel, I suppose. A more viscous mouthfeel is a less gross word than thick. What do you guys think? It's also what you call a breastfeeding dwarf. <laughs> Lactose? Milk stout. <laughs> <laughs> Lactose is what you call somebody who's climbed a lot of mountains and has gotten a lot of uh, hypothermia. They lactose. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on my dad jokes. <laughs> As soon I will be one. So I need to have a good repertoire of dad jokes that will only, only I'll laugh at for the next <laughs> 20 years. And that kid's going to be humiliated by but the kid might have, might read this book at some point because it's a children's book. I had never actually read it before. Nor I. My wife did. I read it in third grade, probably. As when and most people probably should. It's possible I didn't read this one. I read a different one in the There's series. A bunch of them, but yeah. I distinctly remember the drained vegetables, the like drained carrots. I think there's six altogether in the series. So I don't know. But I do, even though I didn't remember anything else of the book, I totally knew the name and I knew about the vegetables. So I must have read it. Yeah, that's not the sort of thing you would guess from the cover. <laughs> Though it does say, today vegetables, tomorrow the world, and there's a bunny. You can get something from that, I guess. Yeah, you could, you, you could take a guess. So Banicula is published, uh, it was published in 1979 uh, by Deborah and James Howe. Deborah was, they were a married couple, though I think Deborah died before the book even came out. I think she died in 78. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure of what, but he's still alive, so it must have been, I think he's still alive. So it must have been something I think he tragic. still is. <laughs> He's yeah. gone on to written, write a ton of children's books, uh, but probably the most famous is this series because they're just kind of weird and quirky mystery books for kids to read. I will say that I thought this was the best I've ever read of a representation of how a dog would talk if it could. <laughs> yeah, the book the is... Or, mono- or how a dog thinks. Like an inner monologue of yeah. a dog. It's like, well, this is probably pretty accurate. <laughs> it, was, it has a lot of funny points. Well, I guess we'll get to those. But the book is narrated... By and there's like a little frame, right? Like this is a manuscript delivered by the dog to the publisher, and he's, I changed the names. Woof. The and dog wrote it. <laughs> yeah, the dog wrote it. And the, dog, the cat and the dog both read. Yeah, more than the humans in the house do. How actually. does it hold a pen, though? That I'll never know. Typewriter, one paw at a time. Very, very painstaking. Yep. Well, both animals had quite a tale to tell. I'm gonna go. Don't respond. <laughs> <laughs> it just encourages. Don't him. encourage him. Yeah. Uh, so Harold is the dog. Uh, I forget. I forget. We find out what kind of dog he is. I don't think it matters. He's, he's a dog. like some sort of big. He's, he's a big. In the picture, dog. in the pictures, he's like a, one of those, maybe like a not a sheep dog, one of those ones with a bushy face. He's like Beethoven, right? mm-hmm. not a Saint Bernard. He's not that big. 
Well, there's a dog and there is a cat named Chester, and they live with the names have been changed for to protect the innocent family, <laughs> known as the Monroes in this. And there's a married couple who are like one's a lawyer and one's a professor or something like that. Like they're educated yeah. people who are very stupid, and they're two children. I think even educated people would never have guessed like what was happening. I guess so, but we don't. I know think you're happening. reading too much into it. <laughs> I don't think that was I, the purpose of I the book. I probably wasn't supposed to read this as a 31 and a half year old man. <laughs> there's a chance, yeah. So the fact that I still refer to my year and half of years yeah. <laughs> it still is <counts>. childish. <laughs> so uh, the, the the book starts uh, and where the family returns from going to the movies and they have a new family member who is a rabbit, hence this beer with the bunny on it, which I will say is actually a pretty nice beer and it does not nearly taste as strong as it is. No, I, it's, it's a nice, nice, nice beer. Eight percent. It's fine. It's like a not a super heavy stout. Not at all. Yeah. Um, it's fine. It's good beer. I've had it before. It was actually one I had in mind going to the store. I went to try to, try to find it. I had to sweet talk the person to letting me buy just one can. So I had to buy a four pack of it. And it worked. All that, that charm. Uh, yeah, I turned it on. I used my brute strength. Please, beer. And they're like, <laughs> okay, please just leave the store. Sir. I'll poop on the floor. <laughs> Not again, no. <laughs> Get the hose. So they come home with a rabbit and the so dog and cat. They were at a Whoa. movie and they weren't just at any movie. It was a <laughs> snuff film. <laughs> Gotta talk to the kids young. <laughs> they were no. seeing Deep Throat. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. That's all the presidents, man. They were uh, they were seeing Dracula, and they had one of the kids in one of his on the seat when he went to the movie seat. He sat down and oh, I'm sitting on something. Oh my god! And it's and he, it's a rabbit. Kid was he, blind as fuck. And he just like held the rabbit the whole movie, and then then they went home. A rabbit shit on him so much. Oh yeah, they I would think constantly. if I found a medium a large rodent <laughs> in my seat. <laughs> And even and I would either freak out and tell it go away, or if I was going to take it home, I would immediately grab it and take it home right then. I would not hold on to it. I think I'd be okay if it was a bunny. If it was like a like a rat or like a, a badger or a woodchuck. Badgers are not rodents. It's rodent esque. <laughs> uh, if you found a badger <laughs> in your in your seat, you sit somewhere fucking else. <laughs> Shoe its way through your asshole when you sat on it. <laughs> In 10 seconds. Those things are aggressive. They toss salads like nobody's business. But they, they, the reason why he sits on the rabbit is because they, they got late to the movie and they have to sit in the back row because they don't want to step on people's feet and shit. So they just, let's just sit in the back row, kids. Teaches you always be on time. Yeah, that's the moral of the, the story. Road in seats. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though there was, there was one thing in the book that really bothered me. They kept feeding the dog chocolate cupcakes. Oh, yeah, dogs like that, but then they shit all over your house. Well, because chocolate is poisonous. It's, it's, not, it's not, it's not, not poison. Always, there's, something, there's something weird about it. Like It's not straight up poisonous. It's like something in it can make them get something else. Or some dogs can eat it and some can't because like my dog, she fucking ate chocolate all the time. I think <laughs> bigger dogs tend to be able to eat kind of whatever the fuck they want. Like Littler dogs are pussies. And well, mine ate. She was little. She, Your dog had she, mange. She just couldn't be killed. <laughs> <laughs> she was like a Poppins on... Uh, it's always sunny. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that a rickety uh, cricket? Yeah. No, uh, Max Dog, that little fucking dog. He just pulled out a garbage can. So I was like, "Oh, it's still alive." <laughs> I don't remember this, uh, but yeah. So they they give it chocolate cupcakes. So the stupid kids do, and the dog is like, "My favorite are chocolate cupcakes," which is his voice in my head the whole time through the book. Totally accurate. I'm to a me. dog. <laughs> like that's all I thought. In my head, he sounded like uh, <laughs> Sam Elliott, the guy with the mustache. Yeah. Sometimes the bar eats you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed it seemed to make sense to me that he would sound like that. Because he looked like he had a mustache also. Sure, yeah. A beard, I guess. I could see that. But I thought he was doofier because he's not very smart. I mean, he's smart he's, for he's a dog. Simple. He's simple, 
but he's not as smart as Chester. Chester's a dick. We'll get to him. <laughs> Chester is a dick. So they get back with the rabbit, and the kid's like, can we keep it? And the parent's like, we drove home with it, so yes. <laughs> what kind of stupid question is that? We're going to take it home and then throw it away. <laughs> then we're going to eat it, kids. Dinner. <laughs> and then the pets are like, whoa, what's this shit about? We have established some equilibrium here between the stupid dog and the scheming cat. And then they have now a bunny that they already have a cage for. They bought the cage for it on the way home. I don't really they know. They like basically already had a cage they could use. I don't remember. That's for exactly. when the children are bad. <laughs> <laughs> kids are like, thank God I don't have to do that anymore. So they have the rabbit and they're like, what do we name it? And then they suggest some stupid names. Like how about, stupid how about names. Fluffy or Professor Snugglebottom or like stupid rabbit names? <laughs> they should have gone with Optimus Prime because that's the best rabbit name in the world. That is a damn good It would be name. a very different book, though, if they did. <laughs> Was Transformers even a thing then? Uh, 1978? I don't think so. It might have been an 80s thing. thing. It definitely was an 80s they thing, sure when it came out, though. Well, when Transformers came out, they should have changed the name of the book. <laughs> Second edition. Changed. Just... Uh, recall all the copies. <laughs> we, we have a change we need to make. It's kind of central to the plot. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a way better name. So they come up with a bunch of dumb names, and at one point, it's like Fluffy and the dog and the cat. Like, oh no, that's what she tried to name the cat. And the cat, like, fuck you guys. Or I think it was the cat, right? Yeah. And then they're like, no, mom, that's the worst name ever. Get the dog some cupcakes. <laughs> and then uh, they're like, how about, well, he's a, uh, what do they call him? He's a bunny, and we, were, we found him trying to see Dracula. So let's call him Bunny Dracula or something stupid like that. Bunpire. <laughs> and they're like, how about Bunicula? And then everyone's like, that's it, that's perfect. And the dad Yay. is like, what a great pun, honey. And then he puts his newspaper back up because it's 1979. That's what every dad did. <laughs> Even though he'd just gotten back home from his fa- with his family in a car, he picked up the newspaper immediately. Just all the news. This is like any 1980s thing. Like, that's the dad sits in his easy chair with the paper up and just every once in a while flicks it down, like, hey, kids, what are you doing? And he flicks it back up. Glasses that frames at the size of his whole face. Yeah. Well, you ever watch uh, in uh, Stranger Things? The yeah. dad is always doing that. I mean, it's on it's, purpose. It's so perfect. Yeah. It's so funny. Like he's asleep on the chair, but half the time with a paper on his chest. It's <laughs> it's fantastic. But that's what this dad is like. Hey, honey, great job with that pun. And then he goes to sleep, and the dog and the cat are like, "Whoa, this rabbit's weird. I don't something like and something's wrong." They notice the rabbit. It's it's mostly white, except it's kind of black on its back, and it has sort of this like triangular black widow's peak on its head, and the the, the it's sort of around its body kind of looks like a cape, but that's just the way it's colored. It's so weird. No, it's actually, they notice that they notice the rabbit has a name tag, and they're like, what does that say? And the dog is like, well, I'm actually part Russian ass comes from a long line of Visigoth dog or some <laughs> shit. <It's> like, <laughs> I understand that. That's an obscure dialect from the, is it Carpathians? Carpathians, yeah. yeah. The Carpathian Mountains. Of course, he can't tell the people this because he's a dog. But I know how to read that, as well as reading, you know, English. I know this obscure dialect from Transylvania, and it says, like, please be nice to me or something to that effect, right? Like, please take care of me or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then the rabbit is, sleeps all the fucking time. Which sleeps is all day. like rabbits. Rabbits sleep. I think they just fuck all the time. And puff if they can't shit alone, kids. they just masturbate. <laughs> 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 you know what happens if you uh, masturbate too much? You get uh, hairs on your palms. <laughs> Not if you use the rabbits. Let's see, see rabbit palms. Okay, so uh, hold the rabbit. <laughs> that's not masturbating when you fuck a rabbit. <laughs> no, you're not fucking. You're just using it like a uh, like a soft part, like a like a rabbit dick like squeegee, a glove. <laughs> like a glove. <laughs> it's like a pool noodle. <laughs> <laughs> not going in the rabbit. It's like a muff. <laughs> That's a different thing, Muff, actually. <laughs> Comes in pie form sometimes. 
<laughs> so then, I'm trying to figure out how to segue to another beer right now, honestly. <laughs> so then, they had another beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cat is like, that rabbit's fucking not cool. So we'll have this beer. Yeah. Which you brought, Jimothy. Yeah. It's called Ginger Hoopla. And it's because the cat's like a tabby cat. And they're gingerish, right? Like Garfield. Yep. And it raises a hoopla. And it eats lasagna. Uh, so this is, I don't know who makes this, but it's a double dry hopped New England IPA with ginger, which is an interesting thing. We've never had something like that. We've had tons of New England IPAs at this point, but never with ginger added to it. No, usually it's just New England IPA. Wartega. Who? Wartega. <laughs> never heard of them. I don't but, know that either. Interesting thing. I love the can. Yeah, normally it's just, if they're going to add anything to New England IPA, it's more fruit things. It's New York of, City. Huh. Look at Wartega. We're coming for you. We're going to find a... A beer that has to do with Ortega somehow. A book. I don't know what I'm talking about. It smells like ginger ale. Does not taste like it, though. There is a strong ginger There's taste. There's a lot of in ginger it. in here. It's interesting. Like it's, the Spice Girls, it's at least one-fifth ginger. I'd say it's more than a fifth. I think it's way more than a baby amount. It's a scary amount, actually. It's a posh amount. <laughs> the other one. Sporty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to get this much ginger, you have to go down to Spice World to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. I'm, o- I'm okay with this much of it. I feel like the ginger eclipses every other thing. It definitely does. Like, they shouldn't yeah. have bothered dry hopping. Well, it's called ginger it. hoopla. I get that, but they like, shouldn't have even bothered dry hopping it because I don't get any of that. Maybe they dropped it with ginger. Potentially, sure. But then it says DDH, double dry hopped. With ginger. No, I don't <laughs> think that would be overpowering amount of ginger. <laughs> I feel like the hops are lost. It's a lot in, in here, though. It's a lot. Of, lot I think a, a little ginger goes a long way, actually. Right, it's a pretty potent Depends flavor. on how well you know her. It's true. So Ginger Spice was the one that had the illicit career before the, the group, so she did some nudie shots. Oh. It's England. Prime dial-up spanking material when you can find those pics. Oh, dial-up. <laughs> <laughs> when you want to prove that you're not a baby anymore. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this beer's interesting because the cat is a tabby that is revealed at some point, and they are ginger. And the cat is this no-dull dick. It's like, no, 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 that rabbit's not cool. Very well read. Yeah. He constantly is like, these people don't read books, but he just keeps reading books about fucking vampires. Those are science books. <laughs> In the South, yeah. So they notice that the rabbit sleeps all day and is only awake at night. And, he, and the cat notices that the rabbit leaves its cage at some point without the cage door actually being opened. Mm-hmm. And he's he gets like, out. vampires can do that. They can get out of a locked room, which I didn't know vampires could do that, by the way. I think they made that up. Vampires are given whatever powers they need oh, yeah. depending on the book. <laughs> I think they made that up like vampires. <laughs> well, I mean, some vampires are real. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not the bats. <laughs> oh, right. I'm thinking about bats, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the cat convin- becomes convinced it's a vampire and the dog is convinced that he wants out cupcakes. Because in the morning, they wake up and something terrible has happened. The rabbit shit everywhere. <laughs> it's oh, wait. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a rabbit? I know. I think you did, though. Didn't you? I've had a few. And what they don't tell you about them is that they're assholes. <laughs> and you can't have more than one because they will kill each other. That's awesome. They will fuck each other to death. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like a dominance thing if they're the same gender. Um, so they'll scissor each other to death. No. I saw one sit under one's head and just right into its face. It's like an act of dominance. And then they spray pee everywhere. They like pee and then spray it all over whatever's nearby. They're bastards. So that's what that rabbit did well, some in this house. <laughs> it peed everywhere. Don't they like sh- shit out their half-eaten food? Don't rabbits do something weird like they that? They have a weird yeah. poops at night 
called uh, night feces that they uh, they shit That's, it out. Yeah, night feces sounds like a it's, very polite <laughs> term for night shits. Like you're not disguising it much. It's it's a it's, uh, it's night ranger. <laughs> but they they shit it out. At, it's like a different kind of poop they do at night that they then reeat. Yeah, it's not it's the like, little ball poop. It's like liquid air. And they it's like a poo soup that it's they like, drink up. It's like a poo shake. Yeah, I know they, they shit something out, and then they eat it again, and yeah. then they shit it out for reals. Yeah, if they don't eat it, they get sick. Like, they need it like to, they, like, live. They need to, there's something in it they need to, like, keep processing. Like they can't digest it the first time through. Right? It's well, weird. it's because their entire digestive tract is only six inches. So they need, they literally don't have enough intestine to actually, to actually digest <laughs> all of their food. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have enough intestine to actually digest what they eat. And do because all they small eat animals grass, do that, though? I don't know, but rabbits definitely do. Hmm. So they have tiny bungholes, is what we're saying. Well, so tiny that, things. this whole aspect is definitely not in the book. No, <laughs> the, the, the uh, scientific realism of the rabbit anatomy is really not in, included in this book, considering this rabbit is different. Mm. Different. Mm. So what, what do they actually find? They open up the fridge. Something's wrong. What is it? One of the vegetables. There's no beer in it. There's no <laughs> beer. The rabbit drank all the beer. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Stupid little bitch. But also, one of the... Was it a tomato? It was a tomato. A tomato had turned completely white. It's all white. Because it was racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in my neighborhood. <laughs> listen. It's kicking out all the other vegetables. <laughs> the, other tomato, the other vegetables are like, listen, you could date whoever you want, but you can't marry one. <laughs> Can't marry one of those colored vegetables. <laughs> Stick with your own kind. It's what God wants. That's true. Speaking of vegetables, this is an expensive beer that's going to be disgusting that I bought. Oh, that's a ringing endorsement. It's going to be great. This is called There Ghosts the Neighborhood by Against the Grain and Evieri. It is a malt beverage mm. brewed with roasted red pepper, cilantro, calamansi fruit, sea salt, and coriander, which I chose because... Red peppers are a vegetable. I just based on that title, I don't want that. It's gonna be like that fucking salad beer we had that one time. So when I was at the store, I was like, "Hey, do you have anything with vegetables?" And she's like, "Yeah, I got this thing here with basil and like cilantro." I was like, "No, no, don't don't tell me." <laughs> and then she showed me like, "No, not that, not again." And uh, she's like, "Sir, are you okay?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, no, we've had that one already." God, red pepper is it? I don't think I've. I, I'm, I'm thinking they're talking about like bell peppers, right? Yeah, definitely. I don't think they mean chilies, like the hot. No, peppers. no, it's it's definitely bell peppers, but it's that's a weird ingredient. It smells bizarre. It smells like beer with like a weird other thing lying under it. It smells like an old salad, as opposed to another beer that tastes like a fresh basil salad. I don't smell any beer. I just tell, I just smell old salad. Really, all I taste is like the salt and like. It's honestly uh, not that bad. It's just not good. Either. It's okay. It's it's weird. It's it's, it's definitely. Weird. I it's, really don't like it. It's, it's better. It's better than the basil one, but not much. <laughs> I don't taste the roasted red peppers. I'll tell you that. No, me neither. I don't need any more of that. I don't know if roasted red peppers are going to impart much flavor into a beer. Not a huge amount. Okay, they've already been roasted, so you, if anything, you're going to get like the charred flavor of it, or a little bit of the juice that's left in there. But that's going to very quickly dissipate unless you do a ton of pepper. It's hard to get a handle on the juice. I don't. Are you pouring that out? Are you, can you pour that up? No, no, I don't want to. <laughs> give me yours. Me too. Pour this one pour out. Pour these out, man. This is $15, yeah. that bottle. Fuck me. $15? I needed something with vegetables. They had no more rabbit beers. Sorry, That's Against sad. the Grain. We've done some other Against the Grains. They've all been pretty solid. That was too <laughs> weird for me. Sorry. It was just too weird for me. 
Me too. Uh, but yeah, so they find a, a tomato that's totally white. And the family's like, what happened here? And then they, you know, the cat is like, I know. And the dog is like, chocolate. And then the family is <laughs> <laughs> so like, maybe there's a tomato blight. You know, like the kind that almost wiped out the Irish. We just gave it more time. <laughs> they, they, there's, they're like, oh, let me go ask my friend at the agriculture department. And then they go about their day. And the cat's like, say, I told you, dog. And that's what happens. And then it happens a few more nights. Well, then they check the cage. And there's like bleached lettuce. Well, a couple more nights go by. And they find more white Every day there's white more white vegetables in the refrigerator. Which... And then they find some in also in the cage. Which I just wanted to throw this one in there. Uh, few people know is that this is how we came to get, end up with a Terry Schiavo. That is timely. <laughs> so just in time for the 15th anniversary of unplugging that potato. <laughs> Everyone's favorite white vegetable. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So the rabbit has been uh, apparently being fed every night by the family. They give it a bowl of, like, salad. And then it hides the sucked dry husk of its vegetables inside of its cage. And at midnight, sneaks out of the cage to go eat more shit. With the powers of magic. Which bunny, everyone knows, bunnies have. Vampire bunnies, especially. Vampires, yeah. Right. To this point in the book, and for the rest of it, Bunnicula has said nothing. Which is weird. Yeah, she says nothing. He never talks. And at one point, I mean, this will come up later, Harold is like, He's my best friend ever. Because Harold's he's, a simpleton. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's a really good listener. <laughs> he said that. I think Terry Shiva's husband said that. <laughs> <laughs> she never butts in. She just lets you say what you got to say, and then she goes, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the problem is that the dog is the sling blade of dogs. <laughs> I ain't a good friend. <laughs> it's like... Shouldn't have done that. He did the bunny. Mm, he sucked on the vegetables. <laughs> he wanted them French fried potatoes. <laughs> it's, that's all the fucking dog knows. He's, he's an idiot. And the cat is like, no, no, that's a vampire bunny because that's a thing. It's weird because in this one, the cat is the only one that's actually got anything you know, going on. The humans are all really stupid. Well, because they're, obli- they're like, hey, we gave lettuce to the rabbit. The lettuce is gone. There's still a rabbit. I mean, what else do they need in that trans- transaction? What else do you do with a pet bunny? I mean, like... You don't walk them. The cage is not that big. It can't be hiding all of it. Well, it's true. It's a kid's book, okay? And Just saying. T- I like a little continuity. <laughs> <laughs> and it all takes place over a couple of days. Like a week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe two weeks, I don't know. But anyway, and so, the cat starts to develop these plans to save, to save the family and the, save everyone from the vampire bunny. As he, sa- he says the line that's on the title of the book, like... Harold is like, but vegetables, what's the big deal? I don't like vegetables. Who gives a shit? And the cat says, today vegetables, tomorrow the world. Cats are naturally suspicious. And dramatic. <laughs> He's a very dramatic cat. Cats are assholes. Tomorrow the world. And then he threw glitter. He's very dramatic. Jimmy, what is this beer? Uh, it is from Off Color Brewing. And oh. it is, what does it say? Oh, dear God, look at that thing. It's called Sparkles Finds Some Trouble. And it's, I picked it because the picture is a cat getting into some trouble. And that's what Chester does. He's a cat, gets into some trouble. Dear God. This is a Leipzig-style ghost, which I don't know what that means. Brewed with hibiscus flowers. Made with cigarettes. And it has sea salt. What does that mean? Leipzig. Oh, wow. Leip is Czech for with. I don't, is that really true? I don't no, think so. No, it's not true. 
I don't think Leip is even Czech. I think it's German. <laughs> like Bach Leip, was from Leipzig. Leip finds a way. It is the color of uh, like grapefruit juice. Yeah, like grapefruit juice. Yeah, that's actually, no cranberry juice really. It has like a ocean spray quality. Whatever, whatever shitty diluted fruit we're talking about. I guess I assume that's from the hibiscus, which is typically a reddish flower. Yeah, probably. It is a red. I, mean, I have some. I have one right in front of my house. It's red. Do you, can you eat it? Hibiscus? Does it grow like a fruit or something? I think uh, no, it's a flower. I mean, I think what, I don't know if you're using, I don't think you're using the petals. I think you're using like the... Um, people use it the, as scents and things, I guess. I think you're using like the, the, the flower dick, you know? Like the, the stamen? Yeah. Is that the dick? The other one. The hymen. <laughs> right. That's not the dick. Oh, so I guess it's the stamen as opposed to the stamos. That's the dick. Ooh. Not as uh, tart and funky as I was expecting. Honestly. Yeah, I was. I was more afraid that it would be much more. <clears throat> that would be much more tart. I'm still not really liking it, though. It's it's okay. It's a hot enough day as we're recording this that I like this. It's that yeah that probably helps. And it kind of tastes like soap. That's what I'm getting from hibiscus. Hibiscus has like a cranberry kind of flavor to it. Unlike the singer of the cranberries, this flavor lingers. Oh right, yeah, she's dead. She's a zombie. <laughs> And that's all their songs. Yeah, it has like a. I don't. I don't know what you mean by soap. I, I get like a. It's that weird like faux floral flavoring, like, like the, Bath and Body Works sense. I mean, like the rose water that you kind of get in in soap. That's what it tastes like to me. It's just, it's just that really like flowery flavor. How often do you eat soap and drink it with rose water? Only you know, only one time, time oh I was. This is long years ago. Two thousand eleven. <laughs> No, I was in... <laughs> Graduate school. <laughs> no, I was on vacation in Toronto. No, not Toronto. Montreal with my family. I went to some Indian restaurant Uh-oh. and had food. And then we got dessert. And it was rice pudding. But it says rice pudding made with rose water. And it was clearly after... Because, you know, rice... It, it clearly... It tasted like soap to me. And that's what this tastes like. I'm totally remembering that so right now. So it tastes like shitty Canadian rice pudding. <laughs> yep. All right. I, I That's just, my verdict. I, I've never had rose water. I don't think I've ever had it. I have no idea what it tastes like. I don't, I don't know. It sounds like the kind of crap they give you at a, at a spa. Like, oh, would you like some rose water while you wait? A rose breathed on this water. Have like, it. Uh, and roses, are they edible? You can eat the petals. I mean, you, Is that true? Do you, you can eat them, but I wouldn't say that they're uh, food. Like, you can literally put it in your mouth and chew it. You could do that with a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, but they're not, you're not going to be able to survive on them. They're not poisonous. Certain flowers like um, daffodils, I've learned from the cold bitch of experience, if you eat that, it is a natural emetic. It makes you throw up. Did you eat a dandelion? Daffodils. Daffodil? When uh, I was in middle school, we used to, it, part of our seventh grade like community service project was this daffodil sale. And some cool kid was like, oh, I ate my daffodil. It actually tastes good. And they probably did eat it. And then everybody ate them. <laughs> and then we fucking... Threw up a lot. Yeah, class. Everybody. I threw up in the classroom. It was pretty bad. <laughs> my poor. Does it happen immediately teacher. or? No. It was like an hour and a half later. All of a sudden, I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> I don't feel good." And it was. It hit me quite hard. And my teacher, who like she had been, it was like I don't know. Eight, was it April? It might have been February or March. Even she had started teaching in September. Like this was her first year for teaching. She was like, she just wanted to die. Michael, what? Why are you standing up? Because <laughs> I was also a dick in seventh grade. And she's like, I was like, um, and I was like, oh, just go, just go. And I took one step and threw up in the f- all over the fucking room, and then went to the bathroom and threw up some more. But other people did too. Several you were other just people. first. I, I was the only one to do it in the room. <laughs> other people then threw up. Elsewhere. Because you threw up, like oh, he's throwing up. I'm gonna throw up too. Fun fact: that teacher quit <laughs> before June. 
She made like we came back from Easter break. She never did. Wait, like literally three weeks after this, three weeks later, four something weeks later? like that. Yeah, <laughs> something like that, that was the last straw. She just fucking didn't come back and like left personal belongings. She's like fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> so um, the uh, rabbit is clearly getting out and eating vegetables all around the house, and the family does not even suspect the rabbit. They think it's no. the stupid cat. Because the cat got caught. Because the cat starts to act weird. He's the cat starts to set traps to catch the rabbit, but he never can because the dog fucks everything up. Uh, well, does he? I mean, he's like covered in garlic, like rubs garlic. He wears so a garlic cat, necklace. Yes. The cat starts to put garlic everywhere and like wears garlic around its neck and then covers itself in garlic. And then in order to keep the rabbit in its cage. He puts like garlic all around the cage too, so yeah. he can't walk out. And, and the rabbit can't get out. He starts to get sick. Well, he does, the rabbit doesn't get sick quite yet, but the family notices, like, what the fuck is that smell? <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, Chester, what happened to you? So they have to then go wash the cat. You know how much cats like, you know, water. So the cat's really unhappy, and Harold thinks it's funny. Yeah, so the cat's like, ah, oh, I hate you guys. And then he also looks at Harold. He's like, like I'm trying to save you, you, you idiot. Fucking Judas. <laughs> like, because Harold is like, hey, whoa, hey, they got cupcakes. Peace. <laughs> and then the cat's like, I, it, I, we won't talk to him anymore. What was it like Ding Dongs or Twinkies? That it's just eats? chocolate cupcakes. But I, I imagine it's like those Hostess ones that had like little, had those yeah, like little like squ- squiggly cues on the top. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? They have like yeah, a little I cream do. in the middle, mm-hmm. and he gets two of them, and he just eats those, and then he shits all over their house. Eats them through the plastic bag. <laughs> Fucking stupid dog. Um, yeah. So then uh, the dog notices something about the rabbit. The rabbit is weak and shivery and stupid when it's awake at night. It looks, it's like shriveled up and crappy looking because it has not been feeding. Yeah, because the garlic worked. And also through other shenanigans where they like kept him in the cage. Like the cat has been coming out at night wearing a garlic necklace, just blocking the door to the kitchen. Like, fuck you, rabbit. And every time they put food out for the rabbit, it takes it. Because <laughs> cats are dicks. <laughs> and then they come up with a plan. Well, the cat does. He like looks up the vampire. And he's oh, like, right. Let's kill it. And that's where this next one comes in. Nate, what is this? This is called Hop Devil. By Victory. So IPA, what is it? Okay. Because it has the word hop like bunnies, but since he's a <laughs> since he's a uh, since he's a vampire, he's also kind of like kind of kind of the devil, except not really. But you know, vampires would be. So anyway, it perfectly describes Banicula. A very strong smell to it. I can't put my finger on. It's very bitter, for sure. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Can I see the bottle. It's a hop devil. It is very very bitter, though. This is still the first like normal beer we've had. Yeah, just like a straight up, this is beer. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> Even though it's kind of like too strong. It's only six and a half percent or so. It, I mean, too like bitter in the hop yeah. department. It has like none of the hop aroma kind of things that go with that, you know? Like you don't really smell much on there. Yeah, it doesn't smell like anything. Just like a bitterness yeah. contest. I mean, this is what IPA tasted like a few years ago. Hop Devil's been around for a while. Like, I've seen it a lot. I've never had it because I assumed this was what would be the case. But it's been around for a good long while. Absolutely. Uh, I had it probably first time eight years ago or something like that. Uh, I feel like I liked it more then. Maybe it's just my palate has changed or what I look for has changed. Yeah, I think me too. There's definitely more diverse choices now. And this is just, hey, do you want me to hop you in the mouth? Here it is. But you don't even get like the nice hop flavors like the tropical citrusy pine kind of things. It's just get my hot bitterness all up in your face. Yeah. Not a fan. I'm a little disappointed. Victory usually has some decent stuff. We've had more of their stuff in the past, but mm-hmm. yeah. So um, there, the cat convinces the dog it's a vampire, and he's like, "We have to kill it." 
but we need something special to kill the, <laughs> the rabbit. I've well, read in this book that you have to put a stake through its heart. <laughs> and that is the important lesson of the book is homophones. <laughs> <laughs> because they go into the refrigerator and get out a sirloin steak. Because the family, they left it out to defrost on the table. Oh, yeah, there you go. Dad's, dad's dinner was the steak. And they grab it, and the dog's like, sweet steak. <laughs> like, no, no. Numbs. I mean, just like picturing out the whole book, it was like any other gangster sort of old-fashioned movie where there's like a little scheming guy and a big muscle guy who's dumb. Yeah. Sort of like the Mice and Men, too, I guess, to some degree. <laughs> and it's like, and then we go and we get the steak. And then we eat the steaks. No, you fool. Wait. Tell me again about the rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I want to eat that steak. Can I eat it now? Like, no, we can't eat it now. We have to use it on the bunny. After we use it on the bunny, can I eat it? Like, he's just, all he can think about is eating the steak. So that's, how, that's how dogs think. Yeah, I want the steak. I'm a dog. <laughs> that's, all he, that's all he's thinking. Then a nap. Maybe a cupcake. I will admit, I actually chuckled when... They said oh, they have the steak. Why? Because we have to put a steak through its heart. I thought it was, that was very it was funny. dumb as shit, but it was it was funny. It was, it was cute. Cute. If, exactly. if I was a second or third Chuckled. grader, I probably would have thought this was hysterical. <laughs> it was cute. It was very funny. And uh, I have a beer for this specific thing. It's the only reason I brought this. It's not even oh, a beer right, technically. Yeah. This is another drunk guy's first. Um, this is called Spiked Seltzer by Flavored Cape Cod Cranberry. I don't know who makes this. It says it's technically beer. I think Spiked Seltzer is the brand. It's an alcoholic seltzer. I had one once. I was not impressed. Now, do you like seltzer? Like, would you drink a seltzer and be satisfied with that as a beverage? Mm, no, I don't love that either, but I feel like that wasn't the problem. I think it tastes... You know what? I think part of it is that um, by having alcohol and therefore some sugar in it, it has a different mouthfeel than seltzer. Because seltzer mm-hmm. is, has no calories, no anything in it. Like, if you look at the nutritional information... It's just bubbles. It's just zeros. Like, you go, zero yeah. calories, zero grams of this, zero grams of that. Uh, it's just water with bubbles and, like, a drop of some sort of carcinogenic flavoring added to it. This is much better than seltzer. Because, because it's seltzer is so fucking dumb. Well, it's like a, this is a weird beer, technically. Is it beer? It says on the label, beer. I mean, probably there's a legal distinction that it has to be called beer on but the I side. Mean, like, yeah. So how why so if it's beer why is it completely clear like crystal clear? You probably filter either they use some sort of extremely light colored malt, or they filter it out somehow. Like non-alcoholic beer starts off with alcohol. They filter the alcohol out. The term I've read for how they make non-alcoholic beer, and I don't know what this means really, is reverse osmosis. I don't know what that means. I and mean, I know what osmosis is. They use that for um. But that's how for you, fish tanks. You like feel some like you somehow like force one component through, and something else has to stay on the other side. Essentially, yeah, it's like you, uh, it's like an in- super intensive filtering process. So you know, like osmosis things seep in. It's like maybe it's something with like the pressure. I forget what the fuck it is, but it like pushes the bad shit out. I fr- I don't know how it works exactly, but it's basically to make super pure. That's like the highest end of like water filters. It's reverse osmosis hmm. water. I've, I just I know I've read that term in the context of non-alcoholic beer. I don't know if you could somehow jigger that to make it do color, like in this sense, or if they just make it light colored in general and they have some sort of system to get that Maybe. out. Oh, it's weird. But it's um, it has a different mouthfeel than seltzer. Seltzer is way more carbonated usually. Yeah, and then a much thinner body. This is this is kind of reversed that it's not syrupy, but it's far more just far more substance to it, and it's not that bubbly. But it does have a nice taste. This is a great uh, you know if I was a Hanging out on the porch kind of beer and a hot-ass balls day. It's honestly, if someone told me this was just not a beer, I would believe that because it does not resemble any beer that exists that I know of. 
Yeah, it's it's beer with an asterisk for sure. It's like legally this might be beer, but I don't know. I, don't know. I think also the mouth. The best way I could describe the difference in mouthfeel between this and regular seltzer is like the difference between diet soda and regular soda. Like if you t- you know like have you ever had like a diet coke? Yeah, like whatever your you fan- get that aspartame flavor. But it has that a th- artificial sugar like you, flavor, but it has a thinner feel to it. Whereas regular Coke or regular Pepsi or whatever, or RC Cola, if you suck, has a like syrup, more syrup to it. Even if it is corn syrup that they're using or whatever the fuck it is, whereas that aspartame stuff is much it like there's nothing to it. It's just I mean, it's this, pure chemical. This feels almost like a Sprite. I could feel that. Yeah, totally. Like a regular Sprite. Yeah. Whereas seltzer... You don't taste the booze at all. No. You've got a little bit of a flavor to it. The cranberry flavor, sort of. But like no cranberry on this planet flavor. Yeah. Someone's idea of a cranberry from someone who's heard about them. Yeah, like as if if Marco Polo ate a cranberry and then he wrote about it and then they're like, (laughs) let's make one of those. That's what this tastes like. It's very specific, yes. Uh Yeah, so I picked this. For two reasons. One, it's been sitting in the fridge for a while because I had it. I was like, this must work for something. And I just don't want to look at it anymore. But more importantly, Spike, they want to stab it through the heart with a steak. They're just too stupid to know what steaks are. That's good enough. I'm yeah. surprised the cat messed that up, frankly. Well, it's never seen a steak. But it can spell. The, cat, the cat's like, I read that book when I was a kitten. Like, it's such a well, smug trick. Two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't work. There's like a whole thing. I forget how it happens, but everyone gets pissed off at them, and then they get like P.F. Chang's or something for dinner. I don't know what they do instead. They give the steak to the dog. Yes. The dog <laughs> does get the steak, so he's clearly not mad. Oh, and they I put mean, the cat the outside. Head. The cat's like, fuck you. Yeah, the yeah the cat's just outside. waiting in the window, just glaring and they, in you know, Harold. Sm- after having smushed the steak all over the bunny's chest, just trying to push it through. Can't do it. It's like a meat defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe, damn it. <laughs> And then, yeah, that's the point. I, was, I forgot about this, where the cat's like, I'm not talking to you anymore, dog. You have betrayed me. Okay, so next. Um, Harold has this plan to save Benicula because he's all weak and he's sick because he hasn't had any food. Um, so here's what Harold does. He, at one point when the cat is distracted, like he's maybe still outside, the he's napping. father's away, the kids are upstairs, the mom is in the kitchen making dinner. No Ooh. comments, please. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, from the 70s. It was a different time. It was. She's still a professor. I think she was a, yeah, she's a professor or a lawyer. I forget which one she was. Yeah, She's a woman that can do it all. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> while the mother is cooking, uh, Harold steals the bowl of salad off the kitchen table well, and brings it in. No, he brings the rabbit to the salad. No, brings the rabbit to I the salad. I think that's what happens. I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, doesn't he get his head stuck in the cage trying to get it out? That's earlier when they're like, put the steak on him. Oh, right. But yeah. I think he, he undoes it. He learns because he saw Chester do it. Yeah, and he like, grabs him by, he bites him by the neck or something? Doesn't by he carry the him by, the, by the back, yeah. yeah. Back the neck. So they just kind of... Yeah. If you do that to rabbits, they kind of like freak out and they just go limp. Because it's like, when they get carried as a baby, they're just like, oh, time to just hang out. Uh, and they like <laughs> shut down. It's really weird. That's why, that's why we rule the earth. And <laughs> yeah. not don't touch my neck, I don't go to sleep. <laughs> oh, no. So like those stupid goats that when you scare them, they tip over? They use that on purpose. Yeah, so you think they're dead? No, no, no. It's, um, they get one goat like that so that that goat falls over and the rest of the herd escapes and the predators eat one thing so they don't end up like killing a bunch of them. So Man, that sucks. Yeah. It's like the it's lottery. sacrifice goat. <laughs> All right, so what happens so, actually? Uh, and then, so Benicula immediately like, gets, see, wakes up and sees the vegetables and is like, oh my God. But then Chester comes back, Chester the cat, right away, and he flips out. Um, 
but he jumps into the bowl of salad yep. and, and the rabbit gets like sprung out and then everybody comes in at the same time because oh the dog like barks or something right he's like this is the only thing I know how to do and he's like <laughs> woof and then everybody comes in and they're like what's wrong Harold and then right. they see the cat covered in ranch <laughs> <laughs> still a midwestern flying, salad flying rabbit vegetables everywhere um, the cat is like flipping out and you know ready ready to attack and stuff this cat I, really gets a short stick. It's a whole book. And the family's like, good boy, Harold. That cat needs help. We're going to put him down. And they also notice, like, hey, that rabbit that we've not been paying any attention to, is it Withers? He doesn't look so good. And they take the cat. They take all three pets to the vet. Mm-hmm. And Harold that, is very upset because he's going to get his shots. Yeah, they're like, well, well, we'll take Harold, too, because while he's there, he'll get his shots. <laughs> but instead, they're like, no, no, he's good. He doesn't need his shots. He gets a doggy pop. <laughs> That's what it says in the book. Yep. But they have a solution for the rabbit. No, they give him carrot juice. They decide to put him on a liquid diet. Oh, they decide to put him on a liquid diet, just like us, <laughs> like our liquid diet this afternoon. So this is from Foreign Objects. Jimmy brought this. It is called, Would You Drink Me? I Drink Me. I Drink Me So Hard. <laughs> but you have to tuck your dick back when you say it. Which is, oh God, it's a 9% alcohol, double dry hop something. I don't even, I can't read it that, that fast. I'm thinking IPA based on color. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It says ale and, with hops. And it does say, uh, a quote, inspired by one of the greatest literary characters of all time. Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Bill. <laughs> I just started reading, not for the podcast, though, maybe we could do it if you want to. I started reading um, Red Dragon, the first Hannibal Lecter book. It's the only one I never read. I'm like, fucking good books. I like them. That Richard, uh, not Richard Harris. That's the guy who's, is that Richard Harris? Thomas Harris. Thomas Harris. Richard Harris is the, the guy who played the first Dumbledore, right? Yes. Uh, if I can, I mean, they're thrillers. But they're like a step above. Like when I was on vacation, I read this shit thriller, like a Dan Brown ripoff called the the Last Templar or something like that. Mm. And if you look on Goodreads, you'll see my review. I gave it three stars because it was just entertaining. But it, it reads like Dan Brown. If Dan Brown got kicked in the head by a mule, <laughs> so but, it's not as witty as Dan Brown. Yeah, which is saying something. But then I read like D- Thomas Harris's first book, which is the only non-Hannibal Lecter book. It's called Black Sunday. This fucking intense and like really interesting but still a thriller like still everything mm-hmm. else by the numbers but like way more written. so uh just thinking of buffalo bill i'm like on a thomas harris kick even though i couldn't remember his name the hannibal the show is an incredible show it's a thing i didn't even know there was a show they made a show for i think it went three seasons it was on nbc but then they canceled it because it was just too too much for people to deal with it was too violent by far and so fucking horrifying and creepy wow i didn't know that. it was it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. When they, but how could they make a good... With NBC, like Channel Everyone was thinking of anything like, how is this on? They were trying to compete, I'm sure, with all the CSIs it was, and stuff like that. It was over the top, like, grotesque. Well, Buffalo Bill says this iconic phrase, or he's you know, close to it, would you fuck me, as uh, Wild Horses plays, or no, Goodbye Horses. Goodbye horses. Wild horses. I hear that in bars now, and it makes me really upset. To make you tuck your it's dick like, back? This is like you can't hear this song and not think of this part of the movie. Does it make you put the lotion on your skin? I don't want to get the hose again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is like a. This is I don't think this is an IPA. Tasting it. What is it then? It's, oh. I think it's just a pale ale with a shit ton of hops. It doesn't say. I, I mean, I guess you. Can what, what, what's the difference between a pale ale with a lot of hops and an IPA? Branding probably ninety five percent of the time, but I, I just don't taste. I don't. Get an IPA taste out of this. I smell it. it smells super hoppy. Like that is straight, kind of the only flavor you get. Straight pine, but it tastes kind of a lot late less. You know, mm. 
I'm not saying it's bad. It's 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 pretty okay. I, I kind of like it. I mean, I'm looking at it says Chrysalis into Beauty. Oh, when I bought it, yeah. when I bought it, I saw Chrysalis into Beauty because the cans were all facing out that way. So I thought that's what it was called. And then when I got home, I saw that it was called the other thing. And I was getting Chrysalis into Beauty for Little Prince because the rose is under that glass dome. Hmm. And then I turned around. I was like, wait, this is called something yeah. completely different. What the fuck am I going to use this for? I was like, oh, this is actually much better. <laughs> This um, it's made in the Bronx. Do you know that they're in the Bronx? Really? Apparently, yeah. Brewed in the, brewed in Canada. Foreign Objects Brewing Company, Bronx, New York. Okay. About to make a pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. Yeah. Huzzah! So, uh, yeah, I dig this. Um, so, so what is? Would you drink me? Drink me hard about? It's about the liquid diet that not only do we live on, but the cat. I'm sorry, the rabbit is put on with his carrot juice, and he loves that shit. Yeah. He's, the cat. He's happy. The cat goes to therapy with Doctor Verrucht Katz. <laughs> Which means in German, insane cat. (laughs) (laughs) Which is pretty awesome. Now, I I don't imagine the average third grader to know that verrucht means crazy in German. In fact, I had to look it up even though I took German for a little while. They didn't teach me that word for some reason. I didn't catch that at all. Uh, That's the name of the therapist. And I was like, that must mean something. This book is pretty clever. That name is not an... Mm -hmm. It's like not like... They didn't even Jim. You know, like that's a weird name. And then cats, K-A-T-Z... Like Dr. Katz, wasn't that a fucking cartoon show back in the day? With the Wiggly Lines? It was, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, Katz. A kid is going to get that. They're going to see, oh, he's going to the cat doctor whose name is Katz. But the, the crazy part is kind of funny. Um, and the cats like, goes through. That was probably the funniest part of the book when they described the cat's therapy. It was like the eat, pray, love cat moments. Well, he's like, like doing like the weird, trendy therapies of the 70s. It was like, oh, oh he's into screaming right. in the basement. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That. Like the release. Uh, the cat is... Just getting, in, getting in touch with his inner kittenhood. <laughs> it was pretty funny. All of a year ago. And then the dog is just, just chills with the rabbit as the rabbit sleeps. He says, he's my best friend now. The, the dog has a low standard. <laughs> he does. Well, the rabbit doesn't call him an idiot. So, the, But the rabbit is basically like the guy on the couch from Half-Baked. <laughs> like it does nothing. It just sleeps there. What Not year is it, man? <laughs> uh, so yeah, the rabbit and the dog are best buds. Uh, and uh, that's how it ends, basically. The cat's cat. in therapy, and then yeah. everything's good. Yeah. And the f- oh, and the family is like the they think everything's solved because they changed supermarkets they went to. <laughs> so like they've no They're not longer getting these white vegetables anymore. Yeah, yeah. they pulled the plug on the other grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's over. And that's yeah, basically and that's the, end it. Of the book. And uh, the cat is like a fucking like new aged idiot. <laughs> the dog just eats cupcakes and hangs out <laughs> with a rabbit, and the rabbit sleeps. And they're like mystery solved. And then there's five more books. I don't know what the fuck they're about, but... I know the second one is called Howladay Inn. And the third one is called The Celery Stalks at Midnight. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's an excellent pun. Excellent. Uh, I would read them, actually, in the, you know, in come December when I need to pad my reading list to get to watch. I've got to plow through four binocular books to get to watch. <laughs> Tonight. I might it's, do it. It's December 31st. I passed my 50 books for the year. Saw that, yeah. That's nice. I did it. Yay. Yeah. So, uh, Banicula, my wife actually is the one that recommended this because she liked it as a kid. And she says it's a funny, cool Halloween-y book that will not be too uh, onerous. What do you guys think of the book in general? It was good. I liked it. It was funny. I can you see know, why it's so popular. I would not necessarily recommend to An other adult. dudes, other <laughs> adult men listening to this podcast, oh, you should definitely go out and read this. But, you know, if you've got kids, totally go for it. Yeah, kid, a kid will and definitely enjoy the story. And it, actually, most kids, I mean, 
I don't know what age kids are reading chapter books. It's about 100, 100 pages very loosely because there's pictures, yeah. font is enormous, and there's a lot of dialogue that eats up space. But Pretty good reader fourth grade could do this book. Oh, yeah, definitely. So if you have kids, they dig it, read it together. If they're a little younger, read it to them. If they're significantly younger, I guess. It's not actually very scary. No. There's nothing. And it's not it's remotely like, it's a, scary. I mean, it's about Dracula, but there's nothing actually scary about it. Yeah, there's no... I mean, there's suspense a little bit. I mean, as an adult reading the book, I kind of figured out what was happening very quickly. <laughs> but I think a kid might not. So uh, they probably would enjoy it a little more. Whereas when I was reading, I was kind of impatient at points. Like, all right, let's, let's get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get to the big reveal so I could finish taking this dump. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was a cute book. And uh, when my kid is old enough to read the book, I'll uh, make her read it and read it to me. Read to me, child. While you poop. Yes. <laughs> Stand outside the bathroom and <laughs> shout it to me. Practice your oration. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you must speak above the flush. <laughs> flush does not mean I'm done. It means I'm sparing you. <laughs> Probably. Well, you know, as we continue throughout the month of October this year, we are doing a Halloween-themed book in one way or another, or a scary book, every Tuesday. So join us next week for another spooky book. I don't know what it'll be. Indeed. One of them. We've got a bunch. But we have a bunch. We do have a bunch. There are five Tuesdays. It's definitely, definitely five Tuesdays. There have been five Tuesdays in October, 17 years. I made it up, but it sounds <laughs> it sounds real. Uh, so, yeah. So, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkeyesbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at uh, drunkeyesbc, as in book club. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkeyesbookclub. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>